Greetings, my friend. Welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul. And thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 9797 and scripture discourse number 159, 159. Pretty amazing, isn't it? <laughs> the numbers are piling up on me. <laughs> so we, for our show, we use the Sunday prayer letter for our script and our outline. We use only four chapters of the letter. There are many more uh, pieces of the letter, and you can find that on our website, our church website, or my missionary website. They're both on the same server. It's uh, gospelevangelistchurch.org, or you can go to johnchoque.org, johnshuck.org. So this is the Sunday Prayer Letter for March 13th, 2022, produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder and Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. So chapter 1, opening greeting, news, and prayer. It's uh, The title of our letter this week is, Had Uttered Their Voices. Had, H-A-D, Uttered Their Voices. Had Uttered Their Voices. It's found in Revelation 10, 4, verse, chapter 10, verse 4 in the King James Bible. And I'll read it to you. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. So once again, this is episode number 97, podcast episode 97. Uh, The title is Had Uttered Their Voices, and you're listening to the podcast show, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven, (laughs) with your host, yours truly. So greetings, my friend. Well, it's another week, and what a week for me this has been. With the foul weather and the people that I encounter on the streets while I preach and minister and all the other things that are happening in our city and our state, our country, and of course, current world events. All total, this has been a week for the history books, (laughs) no doubt about it. However, what I have found in my six and a half decades on earth is that the very best way to live is by faith in God and continuing daily in the word of truth, by continually moving by the Spirit of God, and all all the other things that are going on, stays where they are, and they don't occupy my mind, my emotions, or my physical body. This is wise advice. (laughs) Beware of continual evil reports that will hinder or quite possibly stop our faith. So for me, I just keep moving. And for me, moving is picking up my big old gospel banner and heading out to the day's location to street banner preach and minister throughout uh, my scheduled watch, which is normally 12 noon to 5 p.m. First, I record a sermon on video. Then I pick up the banner and begin doing what I've been taught by the Holy Ghost. Then I head home and 
work on the other parts of the ministry and church until bedtime. (laughs) In doing my life currently this way, all things seem to fall into place according to God's will, and thus I stay out of the way for God to do what he has done best. He does best, which is be God. (laughs) Amen. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for being God and not making us do what you do best. Because all that you are, life can be overwhelming for us. However, by faith in you, O Lord, life becomes bearable and actually quite enjoyable in certain seasons. Thank you, Father, for giving us your only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to be our Savior. We love you, Jesus. And in your precious name, we humbly pray. Amen. Well, folks, that finishes number chapter one. We'll roll into chapter two here. So the titles in lesson one. Our main title, we have three titles that we're currently using in our ministry. And we started using these three titles on October 10th. Uh, that was a Sunday, October 10th, just last October. Uh, we entered a season called Breakthrough and Overcoming. And the Lord uh, directed us to do several different things. And one of the things of, the, of what he told us to do is to create this main title and a title under that and a title under that. So there's three of them. And uh, it sounds kind of weird to have three titles, but, you know, the Scripture says that uh, out of the mouth of one witness, nothing will be established. However, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. So that's why we have three titles. It establishes what we are doing. So the main title will be used until the Holy Ghost gives us a new message, and that main title is The Word of God. It's capital W, uppercase W, big W, that uh, my brother Brent says, big W versus a little W. Revelation 19.13, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called The Word of God person they're talking about is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. Below our main title is our subtitle, and this may be used until we have Breakthrough and Overcome. Breakthrough and Overcome is the subtitle and is found in Numbers 1330. This is the scripture that we're using. You can use all kinds of different verses, but this is the one that we are using currently. And it says this in the King James, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. Amen. We are well able to overcome it. Under the main and then the sub, we have a letter title, and that's used for a current week. And it changes every Sunday, just like this Sunday. It is changing to this title here. Had uttered their voices. (laughs) Revelation 10, verse 4. And when the seven thunders, here's the title, had uttered their voices. There it is right there. I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. So lesson one is the supporting scripture reading to the letter title. We're looking at the word as seed, S-E-E-D, seed. The seed in the Sunday prayer letter is the letter title, such as had uttered their voices, had uttered their voices. We have seven parts for the supporting scriptures, one part for each of the seven days of the week that we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We sow the word of God seven days a week. 
We never take a day off. Gospel Evangelist Church never closes. We are we when we opened up, we never closed. Isn't that something? <laughs> we never close. Other churches close for all kinds of reasons, but Gospel Evangelist Church does not close. So March 13th, Sunday prayer letter had uttered the voices, Revelation 10:4, King James Version. <clears throat> now, this section right here I'm going to go through is the p- seven parts for our scriptures, and I'll read uh, all the seven, scri- seven scriptures or the seven parts right now. Part one on Sunday will be Revelation 10.4. Also, we're going to use Exodus 17.14, which defines the word utter. Part two on Monday will be Matthew 12.31, and the note I have there on that is warning, warning, warning. <laughs> Part three on Tuesday, Mark 1, verse 8. The, the note I have beside that is baptize. Part four on Wednesday will be Acts 1, verse 2. The note here says, through the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I have little notes beside the scriptures, so when, that'll kind of highlight the uh, reason why you're looking at that verse. It kind of gives you a, a point of reference when you look at the verse. Because when you look at a verse, uh, I mean, what are you looking for? I mean, that's a lot of stuff in that one little verse. Uh, a lot of times when you, this is not in my letter, so it's kind of, I'm adding to the letter here. Such, for example, they had uttered their voices, which is in Revelation 10.4. Well, that's what we're talking about. However, the verse has many more pieces that you can talk on. But we're talking on the title. That's what we sow in Gospel of Andrews Church. We sow a simple, small, little seed every week. And we use that one little seed. And if we can plant one small seed of the Word of God 52 times a week, that's 52 seeds that have been sown. However, when people go to the other parts of the Scripture and they pick out this word or that word, that word, they, then now they've got all different kinds of different seeds being sown, and nobody knows, well, what is the seed that you're sowing? That's the problem. So I use the title over and over and over again because the title of our Sunday prayer letter is the seed, which is the Word of God that we are sowing. We sow a simple little seed. The seed that we're sowing this week is, had uttered their voices, uttered their voices. The reason for such a simple little seed is because it, it lodges in your mind, and you think about it, had uttered their voices. You can mull that around in your mind over and over, really simply. But when you have a whole big piece of verse, big scripture, what do you, uh, what do you think on? That's why many people do not meditate anymore because they don't they cannot seem to understand how to find the seed within the word of God. So anyways, little ab lib there. Hope you got what I was trying to say there. I didn't have that in the letter. It sounded pretty good to me. <laughs> so uh, part 4, I see no part 5 on Thursday Acts 2:4. It's called utterance. Part 6 on Friday will be Romans 8:23 through 28. And the word here is groan. Part 7 on Saturday is John eleven thirty three, And that is Jesus groaned in the Spirit. Also Exodus two twenty four, which is the first mention of the word groan. 
Also look at Matthew 27, 46 and look at Mark 15, 34 through 36 for more examples of Jesus groaning in the spirit or speaking in tongues. Gospel Evangelist Church uses the authorized King James Bible for all scripture references. That ends chapter 2, and we'll roll on down through the letter here and pick up chapter 3. Chapter 3 is Breakthrough, Overcome, and Lesson 2, and it's going to have another sip of tea here. I'm, I'm drinking Red Zinger. That's a celestial seasoning tea. Celestial season is based right here in Boulder, Colorado, and uh, I love the Red Zinger. With just a, you need to put just a little bit of honey in the Red Zinger to really make it snap. That's what I found out. I don't use honey in my tea, but this one honey, you have to put just a drop of honey to get that red zinger to zing. Just a moment, folks, while I take a sip of my red zinger. Mm, man, that's good. Nice and hot, too. <laughs> Praise God for that. So chapter three, breakthrough and overcome. To have breakthrough... And to overcome, we need to use different tools for a different job. God has provided all these tools for us. God gives to us the necessary tools to do the job at hand. God places our hand where he wants us to go to work. This is very important to understand. All too often, some may think that they have all power to choose what they want to do. Stop right there just for a second. I'm going to make a little tiny bit of a uh, correction in my letter here. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I've, I proofread these letters over and over and over, and they, I still find mistakes. But I just wanted to fix that while I'm looking at my script here. I have two computers in front of me. One has the Sword Searcher Bible software that I write the Sunday prayer letter on. And then to my right, I have the other computer that has the... Um, uh, podcast software running. So uh, that's what we're doing here. <laughs> and I got a big old microphone in my face, but I've got some red zinger tea on the desk also. So let me go back to this. All too often, some may think that they have all power to choose what they want to do. However, this is not the truth. God is all powerful and the creator of heaven and earth. We are servants of Almighty God. If we are his children, the saints of God, this comes by receiving the Son of God as our Savior. This is being born again. When we are born into the family of God, he puts his Holy Spirit into us. This is how we become the saints of God. However, there is more than this, if you want more. If you don't want all of God, I suppose that is fine. I'm not certain of that. <laughs> really, I'm not. <laughs> this being born again is our adoption into God, being our father, rather than our old father, which was Satan, the prince of this world. Yes, we become baptized into the family of Almighty God by our believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus shed his precious blood for the remission of our sin. Through this, Jesus died on the, his cross and was buried. Then on the third day, God raised Jesus from the grave by resurrection power through the Holy Ghost. Jesus was seen by multitudes before he ascended back to heaven. And now Jesus Christ is our mediator to the Father. 
Jesus is at the right hand of God, making intercession for us, His body. Jesus is the head of His body. Jesus' body is the believers, the Christians, who continue in His Word and are called His disciples. Just a a little note here. Uh, What I just said above here in the letter and on the show here is scriptural. However, said in a way to bring our attention, not to the letter and not to the preacher. No, this is all said for all of us to go directly to the word of truth with the spirit of truth to teach us the word of God. This is very, this is the very best way to learn the Holy Scriptures by the Holy Ghost, teaching each of us one-on-one. The uh, biggest problem with this is by is uh, <laughs> many Bible teachers don't say this. Also, this is much more time-consuming and more work than being, uh, you know, spoon-fed the Word of God. Sorry about that. However, if you dig deep, you will find gold. <laughs> Amen on that. You will find gold, and you will own that gold. Praise God. Lesson two. The following seven parts are for the seven days of preaching the gospel. Each part for each day is a type of supporting scripture for our seed that this letter is sowing, and that seed is had uttered their voices. I said that earlier, and I want to really kind of bring that to light again. The seed that we are sowing in this Sunday prayer letter and throughout this week is is had uttered their voices. When you think on that seed, the Holy Ghost can use that seed and take you through many scriptures, which I have in the letter. And when you go to the letter and look at all the verses that the Holy Spirit quickened me to put in the letter, you'll have a fuller understanding. And that seed that we're sowing, which is, had uttered their voices, that seed will be planted. And by the power of the Holy Ghost, you will have a harvest. However, it's not automatic. Just because I put it in the letter and I put it on the show, it does not mean, and you glance at it, that does not mean the seed got sowed. (laughs) You have to meditate in the Word. And uh, anyways, I don't know why I'm saying all that, but uh, just uh, something that keeps coming to me for some reason. I haven't thought about that until I got onto this show tonight. But... uh, That's the way it is, right? So once again, the seed that we're sowing in the letters had uttered their voices. Remembering that Jesus likened the seed to the Word of God. We can reference that in Luke 8, 11. So scrolling down through the letter here, March 13th, Sunday prayer letter, once again, had uttered their voices in Revelation 10, verse 4. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to read the verses in each of the parts. I'm not going to teach on them, nor am I going to give a commentary. I will simply read the verses that pertain to each of the part numbers for this week. Then, starting on Sunday, I will do a video sermon. I will preach a sermon, and I will preach it with the video camera running, so you it, it can be uh, it can capture the sermon. And that gets posted up to YouTube, uh, our video channel. And... Uh, uh, also, we will be preaching these verses in our church on Wednesday. Wednesday is our church service here in Boulder. 
we have early prayer at about 5.45 or 6. That goes to about 6.45 or 7. And then uh, people start showing up about 6.45 or 7. We begin at 7 sharp, and we go till 8.30. And then we have a little bit of a fellowship, and then we break. We have that once a week, and we do have a building. God has so graciously blessed us with a place that we can gather together out of the weather. <laughs> Because I'm in the weather every day. So, uh, part one for Sunday, Revelation 10.4 and Exodus 17.14. Revelation 10.4 says, And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. Exodus 17.14, And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Part two on Monday will be Matthew twelve thirty one. It's called a warning. And Matthew twelve thirty one says, Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Part three on Tuesday would be Mark 1 8. The note here is baptize. Mark 1 8 says, I indeed have baptized you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Part four on Wednesdays, Acts 1 2, and the note here is through the Holy Ghost. And Acts 1 2 says, Until the day in which he was taken up, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Part 4 on Thursday, Acts 2-4. The note here is utterance, and it says this in the King James, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Part 6 on Friday. I'll be up in Netherlands this Friday. Thank Praise God for that. Third Friday of the month, I'm in Netherlands. And uh, that's going to be good. And I'm going to preach on Romans 8, 23 through 28. Uh, The word here is groan. So verse 23, And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. Verse 24, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? Verse 25. But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Verse 26 in Romans 8. Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Verse 27, And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the Spirit, what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Lastly, Romans 8, verse 28, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I'm excited about that. That's going to be good preaching on uh, Friday. 
So part seven on Saturday, uh, it's quite a bit, there's quite a few verses here I'm going to be preaching on. I'm not going to preach on Saturday, but I'm hoping I can add this into my Friday talk. So we'll see what happens there. So John eleven thirty three. when Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Exodus two twenty four, and God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham with Isaac, and with Jacob. Matthew 27, 46-49 And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eli, Eli, lama baksaktani. That is to say, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there, when they heard that, said, This man calleth for Elias. And straightway one of them ran, and took a sponge, and filled it with vinegar, and put it on a reed, and gave him to drink. The rest said, Let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. Lastly, Mark 15, verse 34 through 36. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama shabachthani, which is being interpreted, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And some of them that stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he calleth Elias. And one ran, filled a sponge full of vinegar, put it on a reed, and gave him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us, let us, let, let's, uh, let us see whether Elias will come to take him down. So that ends the reading of these uh, verses for the seven chapters, or seven uh, part numbers. That's in chapter 3. That ends chapter 3, and we'll roll in and start chapter 4. Chapter 4, Recap, Prayer, Salutation, and Closing. Recap. To recap here, all I really want to say is, this is just the beginning of the discussion of groaning and uttering by the power of the Holy Ghost. Many may not understand this, nor desire to receive this, and further reject this due to their upbringing in the church. God is powerful and all-knowing. The mysteries of God is still unfolding. And, is to, and to say that someone here on earth knows all the mysteries of the Most High God may be a bit foolish. Beware, my friend. The Holy Ghost is powerful and can do things that all of us have never, ever seen. Yes, we have read about the acts of the Holy Ghost, but reading it and seeing it are not the same information. The best way is to be in the Holy Spirit of God and not in our own mind and thoughts. By submitting ourselves to Almighty God by faith, then we have opened the door to the Holy Ghost by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, our only Savior. Glory to God in the highest. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
Sorry, I get so emotional when I pray. Now I can't even see again. <laughs> I love Jesus with all my heart, man. I mean, I just, you know, I just love Jesus. I love Jesus so much. I pray that you too, my friend, who is hearing me right now, love Jesus. I mean, you really, really, really love Jesus. Jesus is not just some part-time thing in your life. Jesus is everything. He is the breath in your lungs, the vision in your eyes, the sound in your ears. He is your heart beating within you. Jesus is your life. And I pray that uh, if you don't know the Jesus that I'm talking about, I pray that uh, you sit down by yourself and you just call out to God and say, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. If you believe those words, if you believe that Jesus is real, that he died for you, that he rose on the third day, and he washed you clean by the blood of the Lamb, and you just believe the story of Jesus Christ, uh, you'll be saved, my friend. And uh, if you prayed that right now, the Bible says that you are saved if you believe it. There's nothing else you have to do. Uh, there's no works to be performed. There's nothing else that goes on other than believing. And if you've believed on the Lord Jesus Christ right here at the end of this show, uh, dig into the, the Bible. Start in John 3.16 and read that and really get a hold of what that is saying in that one single verse, the most famous verse in the world. And then read the verses above that and the verses below it. And once you've got the context or the story around that, John 3.16, then read all of the book of John, the Apostle John in his gospel. Then the next book after that is called Acts, A-C-T-S, Acts. And read that all the way through, and then the next book after that is Romans. So when you read John, Acts, and Romans, those three books, you'll have a good solid start or a good solid foundation to uh, build your life on in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? If you need any help, give me a call. Going back to my letter here, it's signed, To Whom Be Glory Forever and Ever, with my initials, J.C. Below my initials, I have three scriptures. Philippians 4.20, Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. 1 Timothy 1.17, Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. In Hebrews 13.21, Make you perfect in every good work, to do His will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. And the letter is signed, Amen and Amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letters, written Saturday, March 12, 2022, at 3.35 p.m., Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor, Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much.